Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Welcome, welcome. Settle in, snuggle in, settle down. Uh, Wherever you are, you're in the perfect place to listen to this podcast. Um, I hope you're having fun, whatever you're doing. Maybe you're handling some basic chores of the day, or maybe you're just kicking back, flopping down on the couch. Who knows? It's all good. Um, I am sitting here at my craft desk. Sunny is touring around the house somewhere, but uh, I'm sitting here feeling paper. Yes, I have got lots of old and different kinds of paper in my hand, and I'm just, you know, pontificating on why is it that we love the feel of paper? And is there going to be a whole generation that grows up not having this appreciation or um, knowledge of what it feels like to handle different kinds of paper? So much of today's world is based in cyberspace and online. All of our information is flowing back and forth. Yes, we are able to get information to and from each other very quickly. Emails, texts, um, faxing, scanning... Um, the cloud, internet, all that lovely stuff, which is wonderful. It has great benefits. Um, I have a YouTube channel. I have all these, you know, internet-related things. I think it's wonderful. But there's something about actual paper in the hand. And I also think there's something about people who are familiar with the old papers. I think it triggers a memory, some type of anchor, some type of feeling in the hand from days gone by. Maybe you remember what books felt like. Well, okay, I'm going to throw that whole theory out the window because I was just thinking I work with a lot of very old stuff, early 1900s, 1800s, 1700s, 1600s even. Um, I think that I was not around then, (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Sonny has arrived. Hello, Sonny. He has snuggled into his little happy place now and joining us for this little uh, podcast. Um, I think that there's... An appreciation. I think maybe that's what it is. And maybe it is not dependent on whether you grew up with it or not. And I'm hoping that's the case. Because there's a certain way and a certain feel and a certain texture to different papers from the different decades um, that has to be in the hand to be appreciated. Um, I would say new papers can be rewarding as well. They still have texture. They have crunch, crumple factor, wrinkling, that paper sound, you know, that, that there's like a dry, porous sound um, that comes from touching paper, from turning pages of a book, whether it's old or new. How about that? How about that? Hey, there's a huge difference between that new book smell and old book smell. Maybe one is more favorite than the other, possibly. Um, some old books can smell pretty musty, pretty... Um, Maybe not pleasurable, uh, but some old books do have a very rich library-type smell, um, almost saturated with information and uh, little paper fibers. Um, Hard to explain exactly, but I'll bet you know what I mean. Then there's... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The new book smell. You know when you get a new hardcover book and you crack it open for the first time? Um, I experienced that a lot when I was in college and, you know, cracking open the new textbooks. And they had this, I guess it was, to me, it was a um, ink smell or a print smell or a, I ran through a machine and I was created and now I have this machine type smell. But the old books, they don't feel so machine-like. Maybe it's because they were sewn together with threads as opposed to all glued in the back. Um, and uh, I'm sure they, there were machines involved at some point. Not all of those books were made by hand, but... Um, there's something about the grain of the paper. I, I'm just sitting here. I've got this old ledger, and I'm just feeling it. I'm like closing my eyes and feeling the pages. And there's a roughness, a texture that is uh, strangely rewarding. Um, I love the way the paper looks. I love the aged look of these pages. The, they've yellowed over time. Maybe they were white originally. Maybe, maybe just a little off-white. But they've just aged beautifully. They have these lovely numbers in the corner. And they're all different numbers. And they're just wonderful. And you just feel like, I don't know, more present and organized because I've got columns in front of me. It's a ledger ledger book. So it's got red and col- like red lines and blue lines and there's this whole mystique to it. Um, as I'm swinging myself around and grabbing another uh, type of paper, here's an old business paper. These are, um, it was stapled in the corner and this is when from 1963. It's a thicker paper. And I have noticed that a lot of the older stuff tends, it, not all of it, but a lot of it can be thicker, higher quality, um, probably made differently than what we're used to, uh, you know, traditional copy paper or printer paper today, just the regular old paper we might have hanging around the house. Maybe we bought a ream of it at Walmart or uh, um, that type of thing. Um, or maybe we bought printer paper to run through our printers to uh, print some fun things out. Um, that has a different feel to it. It's a little more slick. It's a little, uh, it can be just the same thickness sometimes. Sometimes it's a little thinner, but um, there's something about it and it's universal. Uh, uh, whether you have the old stuff or you're just playing with the new stuff, it, it, it all has intrigue because I even think the new stuff is disappearing. It is just because we're going to this cyber world, the cyber technology, all of this, paper is disappearing. Even junk mail is disappearing. Um, a lot of us have decided to stop getting junk mail. We sign up and for that, wherever it is, like, you know, junkmail.com and say, I no longer want you junk mail and it doesn't come anymore. Um, I don't know exactly know what the email uh, or the website address is, but remember that? Or remember we all went through the, um, um, that magic phone number that you put, you called to never get spam phone calls anymore uh that went around the world for a while and uh, that reduced our phone calls a lot now we're starting to get a few more spam ones but we have this magic way of blocking them on our cell phones now you know times change i'm fine with that i have no problem forging into the future i think we can actually make better tools for our crafting uh, things that make our life easier. Look at the crocodile too big bite. I mean, somebody had to invent that. That wasn't around 100 years ago, but somebody got to thinking. You know what I mean? I mean, they said, wouldn't it be great if, and then they created that thing, and that, you know, made my world so much easier, and it made it possible for me to make a lot of books 
um, much easier. Uh, just it, it was just world changing. So I'm not against technology. I think technology is great, but there I, I do have a great appreciation for the old stuff too, and that's kind of fun. And um, so I guess there's a lot of ways to look at that. The newer, the younger eyes will look at as, and and I think that. Oh, oh, sorry about that. I um, look at that as a. Um, as me looking back to the 1800s, um, anybody who was born after something was made where you didn't grow up with it, it wasn't part of your normal family culture, it's something different, but there's a sense of appreciation. So you really don't have to have been exposed to it in your youth, but you can you can kind of, when you touch it, it takes you back to a time, maybe you can remember the time, and maybe it's just an imaginary in your mind, how life was a little bit different. Okay, so this old business paper is actually from uh, is it no it's written to somebody in Sweden on Sala Sweden and um, it's written from somebody in Phoenix Arizona so that's just kind of neat I wonder what was going on between these two people uh, they were referring to architectural office work in Stockholm um, Jerry is to obtain his bachelor's degree in architecture in June this year it almost sounds like a personal letter um, but the way it's it's on this, you know what it is. It is a personal letter. I've just realized that. I had it in my business paper pile. But this goes to show you how formal something could look. And yes, this is definitely a personal letter. Um, it's typed. It's uh, signed by Dr. Ingle L. Anderson. Very, very truly yours. Oh, no, sorry. Very sincerely yours. Well, that's a nice, a nice sign off there. Um... But it's on his letterhead. The top of the, uh, the uh, letter is actually his letterhead. I didn't even realize it until now. I thought it was a company name. Uh, but it says Dr. Ingle L. and Anderson. Very big, very bold, very fancy font across the top. And uh, there you go. Does that say England? Cable? England. Oh, no, I don't understand that. Okay. That's okay, though. Um... Yes. Okay, so he refers to, in, in this letter, some, something, one of the paragraphs starts, turning for a moment to a more personal matter. Oh, good, this could be good. All right, let's, let's just see what this says. Linda, our daughter, presently attending college in Los Angeles and s- studying interior design, would like to enter, oh, here comes a Swedish word, Konsfekakolen in Stockholm this fall. She will have finished two years of college after her spring term. Linda understands and speaks Swedish fairly well. She would like to know the necessary qualifications for entry and any other pertinent particulars. Now that's very interesting because obviously this person is trying to uh, help his daughter possibly get into an American school. Oh, so that's interesting. So it's really fascinating. I was completely fooled by my my own uh, papers here. Once you really take a look, settle down, and and take a little read into what's going on here, um, you can learn a lot about people's lives and what they were like, what they went through, what their experiences were. Uh, This is very fascinating. Okay, so um, just since we're here and we're together, I'm going to read you one more little short paragraph. Another matter that I wanted to bring to your attention was in reference to Mr. Jerry Lundine, the son of Glenn Lundine, who is the superintendent of the Phoenix of the Phoenix Indian School. You met them after church services the morning you attended 
Shepherd of the Valley. Um, Jerry, I believe, wrote you a letter uh, sometime before October 62 requesting some information in regard to architectural office work in Stockholm. Jerry is to obtain his bachelor's degree in architecture in June of this year from Arizona State University in Tempe. Um, so there you go. So it just goes on to uh, now. Uh, maybe he's pitching Jerry now. Um, he's just giving it. He wants to get the kids out of the house. That's what it is. This, guy, this man is tired. He's been putting them through school. Enough is enough already. Will somebody please take my children? I think he's at that point. Um, it's okay. It's okay, Ingle. Um, they will move forward and carry on with their own lives. And if they're still around today, they might be moving back in with you. That does happen. And it's okay as well. Yes. All right. <laughs> so we've traveled the gamut with that. But it's very interesting how, you know, the parent was doing the introduction for them, hoping to get a connection here and there. I'm sure that happens. I'm sure that happens a lot. Okay. So I'm uh, another little thing that's going on with interesting paper. Okay. Uh, my sister-in-law came to visit and she is really into the lottery. I mean, she is just like bells and whistles, got to run down to the grocery store and get the lottery tickets all the time. So, um, uh, now that all these lottery tickets that did not win become ephemera because I guess officially ephemera is a piece of paper that is meant to be discarded at some point in time. It's not important. Um, and once a lottery has ticket has not won, it, be, it goes into the bucket of ephemera. So I'm actually starting to collect these. And um, these will be interesting for somebody maybe 100 years from now to find. Or, you know what, maybe I missed something and I didn't see if it uh, had an extra winning ticket or something like that. So I'm uh, using her old tickets now and I'm just going to, uh, uh, I think they're kind of cool. Uh, they have a lot of a novelty to them. Are you guys big lottery players or not? I never have been, so this is kind of a new world to me. I did try and buy a lottery ticket and I was that dreaded woman in line who um, slows everybody down because because she's trying to ask, what is a double play? Please can explain that to me. And um, then the woman punches up. She prints the ticket. She goes, no double play for you. It was like, um, you know, the <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld soup Nazi thing. No soup for you. Move along. I already printed it. Too late. Go. Move. Go. You know, <laughs> it's like, okay, thank you very much. I'll just take my ticket. And when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply ticket and slither away in the dark um but yes we can pick up little bits of ephemera even today's ephemera is still ephemera um because once it i guess it technically has no i don't know why it doesn't have to have a purpose um but really junk journalers junk journal makers we give everything purpose again it's our blessing and our curse, but we give everything a second chance at life. We will revitalize it. We will breathe new life into it. We will fold it, tear it, cut it, glue it, you name it, and we will bring it back into, um, we will resurrect it. Yes, <laughs> we are that powerful. Look at us go. Um, oh gosh. All right. So what else do we have over here? Let's look at some different papers. Now here's an interesting old paper. This is actually an old paper. It's an old newspaper. And this I just got the other day. Let's see. I, you know, I have to admit, 
You know, I, I can sit here and have too much stuff, but I could always go get more stuff. Isn't that the thing? This is really cool. This is a newspaper, like a little gazette or maybe um, the weekend paper, something like that. But it was from 1934. And uh, is it French? Let me read it. Yeah, it looks like a French newspaper. It says, uh, Le Petit Echo de la Mode. Um, the small echo of the world, I think. Is that what that means? Um, I'm not sure if I have that right. Um, uh, but La Mode, um, doesn't that, isn't that something to do with ice cream? That, okay, let's not, let's not talk snacks. I'll make myself hungry sitting here. Um, okay, and this is just beautiful. It has old, vi- like the, the print, you can see like old-fashioned cars and these beautiful women. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to sell clothes in here. So there's women dressed up in the finery of the day. And uh, it, really, it really is just a beautiful way to look at, um, again, what people were doing way back when. And it's amazing how fashion comes full cycle. You know, you can see these cute little shoes. I'm thinking, hmm, I would wear those. Um, that's adorable. Or this skirt. Look at this skirt. I would wear that. And um, yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. There's a story about a hospital in here. And, and now this paper, let me smell it. I'll do the smell test. Here, I'm smelling it. Okay, I'm probably going to die from some fungus. Here we go. Nope, smells like good old newspaper, like newsprint that has been around a long time. It doesn't smell damp or musty or funky or anything like that, as far as my nose can tell. It smells like dry newsprint from a long time ago. That's what it smells like. I like it. I like the smell, I must say. Oh, here's a really beautiful page. It has some... Oh, gosh, I don't know what... It looks like a lace pattern on the whole page. It's a full-page ad... Um, with uh, advertising lace. I don't know lace what, just lace it looks like, and it's beautiful. And I've got a gorgeous picture over here. Can't wait to use that. That's my, Oh, here's a beautiful advertisement. And these ladies in these long felt dresses with uh, little blazers with belts wrapped around uh, their uh, midriff. It's just gorgeous. Uh, fashion was very beautiful then. And um, they have some uh, pictures of children as well. So sometimes it's fun just to sit down with your stuff. Sometimes enjoying your stuff and perusing through it before you tuck it into a journal and send it off on its merry way um, is very fun. Like I could just spend all Sunday afternoon sitting here flipping through this French magazine, which or French newspaper, which I cannot read. I know some words in French. I, I picked up a little bit in school, but... Um, just enough to get myself in trouble, as they say, right? And, uh, yeah, so the, the it, it's a beautiful language in the typewritten form. And very, okay, so now what do we have on this page? We have a Singer sewing machine. We have some uh, cherry liqueur being sold. We have the crossword puzzle. I love to use crossword puzzles in um, junk journals. Even the new ones. Um... And sometimes you can find ones that are not that old, but they have yellowed beautifully. And I just, I love that yellow gold color. And, um, oh, here's some hemorrhoid cream. Yep, there you go. <laughs> just found some. Guess they had that problem back then, too. Uh, so I'm picking up a few words here and there. I hear something about uh, rheumatoid uh, problems and tonic digestive. Okay, so that was something called Benedictine. Um, so, yeah, you can... Oh, here we go. Here's some uh, something for bronchitis and grip. Yeah, picking up a few... There's a few common words. Uh, oh, an ad for Mont Blanc pens. Okay, I can recognize that. Here we go. 
so yeah, very, very, okay, now we're going back into the, uh, uh, the ads, you know, the ads at the back, very interesting, I can't really read any of these, but they look interesting, yes, yes, they do, something about, um, your skin, something about, um, uh, looks like, uh, not corsets, but something to do with girdles, and, um, gondola rides, it looks like, and, uh, what else do we have here, we have, um, trying to figure out, anyway. oh, it looks like travel, like you can go to Paris, to the Côte d'Azur, um, that sounds like fun, why don't we all plan a trip and go there, that would be very fun, all right, so that's the newspaper feel of it all, and let's see what else we have, what's this, here's some interesting paper, okay, oh, this is very old, yeah, I ordered this the other day, I just, I don't know, every once in a while, <sighs> okay, it's from February 1872, it is again French. It is documentation. It is an old. Um, it looks like something to do with maybe land, maybe a mortgage, maybe something like that. But it is five, six, seven pages long, but it's all that very old. Uh, calligraphy style writing the paper oh my gosh if you could just feel the paper okay the paper let me describe it to you it has I want to say the texture of ruffles potato chips it has those waves in it and they are magnificent I can as you like run your finger back and forth across the paper it picks up the little uh, the little bumps and it has texture to it now this paper also has been embossed with a seal let's see if I can see what the seal is um, oh, I think it's the seal from the other side. Is it? Not sure. Um, but there are seals put on this paper, which are really cool. Then there are the heavy lines of the fountain pen, I think on the upstrokes, not sure. Um, but beautiful, like very, very uh, classic for that time. And does it look like the same person? Oh, yeah, okay. Now, I've heard that if you wrote a letter and you made one mistake, you had to start over because there was no eraser, there was no, and it was not acceptable. You had to completely start over. This person had a very long line going through their T. It almost covers the entire top of every word, wherever there was a T. I wonder if that was a thing. I'll have to look for that in my old papers. On the 3rd of October. Wow, that's really cool. And then they had this little at the end where they put their signature um, and all the official stuff at the end. Then there was a swirl a It's this little swirl a they did with their pen at the end. I, I don't know if that happens on all of these old papers, but it was definitely a finale mark. It may have been part of Mr. Galay's signature because it, yeah, it comes right after his, uh, he writes the name Galay's and then there's a swirly Um Looks like a little doodle squiggle. And uh, that's what they did back then. Yeah. And this was, I guess they only had one copy. You know, if they wanted another copy, um, you know who got to sit down and, and scribe this out again. That would have been Sally Sue. She would be like, all right, next, next copy. We need a copy. They need a copy. So there you go. A little fantasy walk through the different papers. For the love of paper, that's what this episode is dedicated to. The love, the feel, the smell, the color. I hope you enjoyed this. I had a lot of fun with you. Sunny, you have anything to say? No, I'm just walking around the house um, aimlessly. I'm fine. Okay, he's fine. Everybody, he's just fine. He's working on his swimming lessons. He's doing dandy. So I hope you're having fun with your papers. And whether they're old papers or new papers, whether you're old or you're new, it's all good. Keep having fun. Create with reckless abandon. And I will talk with you next time. Bye-bye.